Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Let's go straight to Alabama. Senator Tommy Tuberville. Senator, thank you so much for joining us. The Senate is back in session after summer recess, and you are continuing to block U.S. military promotions on the basis of a single policy you just don't agree with, the DOD's travel and leave policy for women's reproductive health. More than 300 military promotions are on hold as of now, and as many as 650 nominations could be affected by the end of the year if this impasse continues. The blockade has, the blockade has drawn warnings of damage to the nation's military readiness, and you are a member of the Armed Services Committee, of course, as well as the Veterans Affairs. So you're intimately aware of the nation's national security concerns. So how do you forge a compromise that will allow the nominees to move forward? Well, first of all, I want to say I'm, I'm probably the biggest uh, military fan up here. My dad was in, in the military, career military. I've been a military brat. And so uh, I truly believe in our national defense. If we don't have a great national defense, we don't have anything. So that being said, on the Armed Services Committee, I, I got a briefing about a year ago what they were going to do with the uh, new abortion policy. We didn't need one. It worked perfect. They never had one complaint. We've had one since 1984. Joe Biden and the Democrats voted a policy in that had the three exceptions, and it worked perfectly, but they just decided to change it. Now, they voted it through Congress in the 84 but in 2023, they want to change it with a memo from the White House. We're not a communist country. Everything that's made policy and law goes through Congress. Uh, and I told them that. If you change it, I'm going to block your admirals and generals. Well, at that time, there was one or two. Now we're up to 300. I think they're starting to believe me that uh, I meant what I said. And, uh, again, they could be uh, clearing these nominations one at a time, two hours each. They don't want to do that. Uh, Democrats have not been told no since they've been up here for two, what, two and a half, almost three years since the co uh, President Biden was elected. And now they can't handle it. But uh, we're not going to have any uh, movement on my side unless they change this back and let's vote on it. Let's just vote on it. And if it passes, if it passes, if it doesn't, it doesn't. So just to be clear, Senator, you want Chuck Schumer to bring legislation ending the Pentagon's policy to the floor, or do you want to see the nominees brought to the floor? How do you see across the valley on this? Well, if you want to get them all done at one time, all they have to do is put the policy back the way it was, the way it was, was voted on here in the Senate by, everybody, by everybody's representative, signed in the White House, and then move it back. And then whatever they want to uh, change it to, send it over and let us vote on it. If it passes, it passes, fine. Uh, if it doesn't, it fine. But the deal is, holds would be off. That's all they have to do is, is, is do the policy the right way. But they don't want to do that. They want to dictate, uh, you know, to us what they're going to do because, again, they, they think they can do it because they've, uh, they've ramrodded everything through for the last three years, and I'm not going to stand for it. The American people and the people in Alabama deserve representation. Vote on this. Uh, that's what this country is about. Sir, have you been okay with, for the past years, decades, your genital concerns are the, one of the top reasons why women who are fighting overseas have to get evacuated back to the United States, which could cost up to $10,000. A lot of that has to do with reproductive care. That's U.S. taxpayer dollars as well. Are, are you okay with that policy? 
Well, like I said, we've had a policy, what, since 1984. There has not been one complaint from anybody about how it's been done, taken care of. There have been abortions. Uh, but now, unfortunately, it just happened after Roe Wade and President Biden and his group said, well, we can't handle what's going back to the states, but we can handle federal employees. Now, we, had, we got a briefing on this. They couldn't give us the stipulations on this, whether, uh, you know, it was going to be late-term abortion, whether it was going to be the three exceptions. They have no clue of what this policy is. They just wanted to change it to let the American people know, hey, we can do what we want to, and I'm not going to allow them to do it. Now, if they continue to do it, uh, we're going to have the same people in place as admirals and generals. Again, there, there's no readiness problem. we got people in place that are doing their jobs. And uh, sooner or later, I think they will start to come around. But right now, we've got a standoff. I spoke, Senator, about the issue of readiness uh, here on Bloomberg with retired Marine Corps General Arnold Panaro, who said, consider, this is a quote, consider Tommy Tuberville in Auburn versus Alabama, he said. If his first string quarterback was ready to play, he would not put his fourth string quarterback in against Alabama. That's what we're doing now with China, North Korea and Iran, he said. Senator, he wanted to call you a coward for keeping military families in temporary housing as someone who has never served how would you respond to him? Well, as a military brat, as I said, I grew up and my dad died on active duty. But I will say this. Uh, we've got the same people in place. So that means that this general is saying that the ones that were in place couldn't do their job in the, at the, in the first place. Uh, that's not true. Nobody moves until somebody takes your place. I hate this is happening, but everybody points the finger at me. How about going by the law? How about going through Congress? about voting on this, whether it goes one way or another, it makes me no difference. Let's vote on it. Let's don't turn into a communist country and a dictator in the White House and say, this is how we're going to do it. That's not the way our democracy was set up. Um, sir, I, I want to ask you another question about national security and the readiness, though. We do have at the moment a, a position that is affected by this. It has to do with a new task force when it comes to intercontinental ballistic missiles. There is a name that is being floated for a nomination, and even if it is not that individual, this is a two-star general position, which means the Senate would have to vote on it. Isn't that quite concerning, given what we are seeing from the position of what's happening in Russia and as well as what's happening in Beijing? Yeah, it's quite concerning. Bring him to the floor, and it takes two hours to confirm him. I mean, that's all I'm asking. Chuck Schumer needs to do his job. You know, when everything doesn't go perfect for you, uh, when I was in coaching, it's not a perfect job. Things are going to go wrong. You're going to make adjustments. Make this adjustment. Let's bring him to the floor. We can do them every two hours. We can have these done in no time. They don't want to do it. They do not want to do it. They, they call readiness. How about the 8,000 military people and their families that they ran out of the military because this vaccine mandate they pushed on on them a year ago. That's what I talk about readiness. That's what I call a travesty is when you run 8,000 people out at one time because they won't go by mandate that they pushed on the military. Getting back to the issue of military families, uh, while you're still with us here, Senator, uh, I, those who are living in temporary housing and in some cases going without pay increases that their families were counting on, because that, of course, hinges on confirmation. What is your message today to our viewers and specifically the, the more than 13,000 active duty service members in your state, many of them with families? Is this simply the cost of enlisting in today's military? Well, 
Yeah, we need better housing, I'll tell you that. And we work every day to try to get better housing. We pass some bills to build better housing on some of these uh, these. But they bases. can't get into that housing without a confirmation, right? Well, it just depends. Now, we're talking about 300 people. We're not talking about the other 1.5 million of our military personnel that actually do the work, not the generals and admirals. They live in, in Taj Mahal's. They have these big, fancy offices over to the Pentagon driving around in black uh, SUVs with an entourage. I'm not talking about the corporals and lieutenants and the colonels and the majors, the people that actually do the readiness. These people here in the Pentagon, I mean, they're, they're, they're a lot of them running around here that, that uh, they got real cushy jobs. I'm ready to, to get, maybe not get rid of some generals. We have 44 four-star generals. I want you to think about that for 1.5 million troops. And in World War II, we had 12 million troops and we had seven four-star generals. It makes no sense. We are top heavy here. Uh, but again, that's not the problem. And the problem here is Chuck Schumer refuses to, to do what's right and bring these people to the floor and confirm them. And again, we could have had this already done if they hadn't been hard-headed and say, we want our way or we're, we're not going to do it. And so it is what it is. And it, again, everybody's pointing the finger at me. Uh, Chuck Schumer is at fault here. He is the guy, the leader that's supposed to be running the Senate, and he's doing a poor job of it. Well, Senator, I want to thank you for coming to talk to us today. Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville, and I hope that you'll come back and answer questions again on Bloomberg. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.